0: Three, two, one. Hi, everyone. And we're back with part two with Shazmi Ali, uh, HR Director for Shell, uh, HR Country Director for Shell. Now, um... So for the last previous parts, we talked about a whole bunch of stuff and, this and and for this one, I actually want to touch a bit more about um, Shasmi's personal life. And b- but before that, I actually want to pose a question to him. Now, um, in regards of, and we always put HR to be synonymous with organizational culture. Now, when, when we talk about that, in your point of view, what constitutes a good versus great organizational culture? Is there a redefinition of organizational culture? Is it, has it changed now? Or, uh, or is it not just HR's responsibility, but you know, everyone else's organization? So yeah, the, t- the floor is yours. Feel free to wax lyrical uh, on it.
1: Okay. Um, the way one way to make an organization culture from good to great is to make sure that the leadership team, irrespective of who the leadership team members are, embodies that culture. So it's not something that looks good on a wall. It's something that, especially the leaders, because everyone notices the leaders. They all embody it. They all talk. They all walk and talk it. Right. So I'll give you an example. Um, we talk about an organization like AirAsia. Right, uh, and it speaks about the way they do branding. Mm-hmm. I think you hardly see the CEO or the COO, etc., without something Air Asia on them. You hardly see them. Yes. I'm surprised Tony didn't wear an uh, AirAsia cap on his wedding, right? Uh, but that shows that branding is in their DNA, and that's what they do. Uh, you have a CEO that says that... Um, so let me share you uh, this story which I, I just recently learned uh, from Shell. Um, our CEO, uh, Ben, um, and he was uh, talking to one of the uh, his direct reports. And there was a big deal that is um, happening. And uh, so he called up His direct report To get an update And this person said that I'm driving He said okay Put down the phone Once you park your car Then you call me back Because Shell believed that safety Is paramount And if The CEO Had that point of time Said yeah I don't care This is so urgent I just talk Then your culture is gone So it's people Living it Breathing it Doing it And Everyone in the organization should do it, but it's more visible when you're at the top of it.
0: Yeah. And I, I can vouch for Shell's safety levels. I know because I, when I went to the office, I'm not allowed to drive faster than, was it? 15 kilometers 15 kilometers, kilometers in the cup. In Whenever you're in the city of the Shell office, you can't Correct. do that. Yeah, so Correct. you can't speed in the car, which is totally 100% safe and in alignment with your HSE uh, yep. policies. Yeah. Okay. So, and we talk about... Uh, talking the talk and walking the walk and this is with with um, top levels now how does that work to trickle down to everyone else
1: So there's a lot of leadership by example um, mm-hmm. you're not gonna get your mid-level people being safe or your mid-level people uh, believing in the brand or your mid-level people um, being you know having integrity honesty etc if they don't see the top guys doing it so it has to start with a culture. There has to be a communication of why this culture is paramount, not just uh, to the organization, but it's paramount to each and every one of us. right? And then you say, this is what we're going to do. It. So the days of putting your you know culture uh, up on the nice, beautiful, colorful poster on the wall, mm-hmm. you can do it to remind people, but if nobody believes in it, then what's the point? And I think Nick, you and I, Uh, have had enough experience to know that some companies put it on the wall, looks fancy, but no one believes that.
0: For sure. And I think it only takes one leader to break it, then it becomes redundant. Correct. And when you build it to be, it's a funny thing, organizational culture, you spend a lot of time building it, you spend a lot of time solidifying it, but then sometimes you don't really know how fragile it is if someone at a top level Breaks it apart. Yeah, then you spend a whole time rebuilding it. Yeah, I
1: think I think
0: if someone at the
1: top level breaks it or you know doesn't follow, people at the top level have to call out that behavior. Mm-hmm. Then I think it's fine, but if you don't call out that behavior, which is um, uh, completely opposite to your culture, then you are condoning that behavior, and that's yeah. when it becomes a problem. Yeah, in, in an organization, whatever five, ten, twenty, thirty thousand people. We are all very diverse. Everyone's going to behave in a different way. But when someone doesn't toe the line, when it comes to important things, yeah. someone has to call out that behavior and say, look, dude, you can't do this. This is not safe. That If no one does it, then we have a problem.
0: Yeah, then it's not just one, but two, three, four. Next thing you know, the majority is doing yep. it. Yep. Yeah. All right. Well, cool. and let's talk a bit about... Um, Wait, let me just check my notes I have a whole bunch of stuff But you know, of course In your previous <laughs> conversation We always Okay, while you're looking for
1: notes I'll tell a bit about myself Yeah, uh, definitely yeah, yeah. So I'm an avid football fan Of the <laughs> Arsenal Football Club
0: hey, Wait, I support that Okay
1: uh, It's given me nothing but heartaches In the last few years No,
0: we're building a team for tomorrow
1: <laughs> Yeah, that tomorrow hasn't come <laughs> in a long time <laughs> uh, So I like that uh, I love uh, travelling um, yep. I've traveled to, I think, Nick, you're aware when we were working. Actually, together. Tell what,
0: let's just skip the, the the work stuff for yourself, yeah. but you personally, right? I mean, yeah. we're definitely interested in, trust me, the person, trust me, the man. Now, you've got a family, you've got three kids, you've got a beautiful wife, you've got um, both parents still up and running, which is to me, I think they're more active than you are. Yes. Yeah. My dad, especially. Definitely. Yeah. And, um, you, you're, you support Arsenal, which I do as well, which is very, very disappointing. And painful. And painful. Um, yeah, I don't know. Should we talk a bit about that?
1: Yeah, we can. Actually, actually someone asked me a very good question. If you don't like an organisation, you leave the organisation. If mm-hmm. you don't like a partner, a girlfriend, you break off from the girlfriend. But why is it when you support a football club and they are screwed up or they don't do well, you never leave mm-hmm. your club?
0: Because we like the pain <laughs> <laughs> It builds us
1: I think we have this Isn't
0: that right? MU people MU fans <laughs> Yeah I
1: mean, I mean you, you think about it right We will leave Organisation that pays you money Yes If you're not happy And they are paying you money mm-hmm. When it comes to supporting a, a sports team Not just football You like basketball Etc Right Yes like, like you support LA Lakers And they, they are doing terrible And you're buying the jerseys, You are putting in the money
0: mm-hmm.
1: But you never leave I, It's puzzling
0: I have no more people Who are committed To the football club Than relationships
1: Absolutely agree
0: Right so Male and female People that I know I, I'm not gonna I'm a HR guy I shouldn't generalize yeah. i will not I'm just say dude So like uh, Supporters of the football club Why do you support them When they're failing But then Know, you don't give your partners a time of the day when they need your help or they need your attention. Correct. Maybe they should flip it the other way around. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, but maybe. we're getting too deep already because you know, the partners. The partner is face to face with you every day, whereas <laughs> football club is like you know, in yeah. England or or Spain or Italy yeah. or whatever it is.
1: Yeah, I think I think you know when it comes to supporting a, a, a sports team, football club especially for me, you are, you identify yourself with the club. Mm-hmm. You know, in my introduction, I don't need to tell you about. That I support Arsenal But I feel proud I don't know what I'm proud about But I feel <laughs> proud That this is a club That I identify myself with This is a club that I'm willing to spend A hundred, hundred, few thousand dollars Just to go and watch a match
0: And you go You went to um, I've been to Ares. a few yeah.
1: And what I do nowadays Is I make sure that It's a team that is super weak <laughs> <laughs> The chances of winning is high There's no guarantee uh, So uh, Every match that I've watched Arsenal at the stadium They've not lost a single one
0: Alright um, Arsenal Fan club If you want to win Every match You <laughs> have You better bring Shazmi <laughs> to the stadium Because so far It's 100% Win percent rate When he's
1: there not. I've got a friend And it's a common friend You know the friend As well right. We just spoke about the person uh, So he likes Leeds And he likes uh, Real Madrid
0: Other Newcastle
1: No 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 Leeds Leeds and Real Madrid every right. and, and he He went on this Major honeymoon trip um, And twice The matches he watched Twice they lost right. So we told him He's going again this year We said do, don't do it Don't man. do it It's You are jinx Don't do it
0: So president of the Leeds fan club Or something I like that I think so yeah. Yes Alright yep. Maybe you should Give up their presidency <laughs> <laughs> No offense Okay Do whatever you do To to help your team win Yeah Right Okay And you, have, you say you would like to travel um, Have you done All continents Already uh, except for Arctic and Antarctica I have done all continents I think Yeah Okay Definitely I'm, I'm missing South America But my wife When she says we've done that uh, I'm trying to convince her To go on an expedition trip To Antarctic Nice Yeah but I don't think It's going to happen Why? She she It's three months She's probably going to Throw me off the, the ship Or something It's three months? Yeah Apparently you can You can go in and um, No they are the shorter ones Right? I mean, I want to work for it, so (laughs) I want (laughs) to join (laughs) National (laughs) Geographic, go look at penguins or something like that.
1: So what's the (laughs) nicest country you've visited, Nick? Sorry, I know I'm not supposed to ask questions, but since we're talking about Um, travel. I think
0: that the the top city that I really like is New York, right? Have you been? Yeah. And to everyone who has been to New York, I don't have to explain to you. People have not been To New York yet You have to get your Your butt there Because it's It's everything That they say it is It's Everything It's just Electrical Yeah Right Um. Yeah it's a bit shady But you know uh, We like We're from Malaysia right We like our, our grittiness We like the the lemak stall next to Longkang and yeah. that's where the best tasting Nacinema is <laughs> yeah, that's why yeah. Uh, but yeah no, New York I think for me is, is fantastic Yeah,
1: I think New York one of the best cities for me as well I think yeah. and I cannot pinpoint what it is about New York that's cool or it's mm-hmm. nice but you feel alive when you are there like yeah. everyone is alive there is a buzz going on and, uh, and you know you don't need you don't need to be in the middle of Times Square to get that buzz Anywhere in New York You get that buzz Yeah
0: definitely And it's not It's also not Because you've been ingrained By By Popular culture popular culture, thing, uh, yeah. popular culture Or movies Or whatever it is To think what New York is Is It's part of that I mean some of it looks like it But then again When you see it with your own eyes It's totally different Altogether
1: Yeah, yeah I think for me New York is a nice city But favourite Favourite country mm-hmm. uh, I'm torn between uh, Iceland I like Iceland and South Africa I, mean, I know you just came back From South which part Africa which, which Cape Town? Cape Town Cape Town is
0: Gorgeous I okay. I just came back From South Africa And I think if You guys heard My past few first podcast I, f- uh, I went there For delayed uh, the honeymoon And safari And you know The reason why We chose it Because I saw Shazmi's trip to South <laughs> Africa And all the pictures That he took And he, the hell yeah We wanted to go there As well I like Cape Town um, But it's a I sort of Think that it's like A nice retirement mm. Place Yeah but the view is amazing yeah. like when, when, when the Table Mountain encapsulates Cape Town And when it's a clear day, you look up It's fantastic yeah. You go to the top Table Mountain, you look down It's fantastic um, Yeah, it's very metro, very cosmo yeah. Everything you need is there as well Yeah. It's nice
1: but I mean, it, it's you get the nature And it's a city at the same time mm-hmm. It's almost similar I always remind uh, Sorry, Cape Town always remind me of Kota Kinabalu Cause that's my favorite city in KL. Yeah. Uh, sorry, in Malaysia. Yeah. Right. You got the mountain, the island, the beach, and a city all within one hour's drive. Right. And you're never gonna get that in any other Malaysian uh, city. Mm-hmm.
0: Now you recently went on a trip as well to Italy. Yes. Right. With your parents, parents yeah, and brother, and yeah, your brother. Yeah. And okay, I just wanna. I guess this is a point of conversation as well. How old are your parents? Don't be asking. <laughs> sure. So my dad is. Uh, he's just he's
1: eighty two. Right. And my mom is uh, 70, 12 years younger. Okay.
0: Uh, I, I envy. Yep. Uncle uh. doing it right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, and they're, they're my parents are around, are going to be, I think, well, or could be around that age. My mom is 70, plus my dad is 70. Plus, and, you know, I'm curious as well, how was the experience in bringing them? Out of country Travelling with them
1: Yeah, yeah so th- They've been to um, So we went to London and Rome This mm-hmm. time uh, But they've been to London before They've been to Paris um, uh, Of course we've been to Makkah uh, A long time ago uh, But uh, And also New York So I took them uh, to New York Two, three years ago But uh, I think uh, In Rome They were, f- they were great uh, in London, they were good. the c- The coal is a bit too much uh, for my for my dad, especially. Yeah. Uh, but you know, he, he wears the jacket, etc. He doesn't complain. He you know, puts the head down and just walk. And you know, I was a bit amazed because on a regular basis, on a daily basis, we were clocking more than ten thousand steps. Wow. And uh, I'm not sure how he does it. The only mistake I think I did was in Venice. Um, so if you take the train, you land at the uh, not you arrive at the Venice train station. Uh, the main area in Venice is this Piazza San Marco Which they tell you is a one-hour walk right? Yep. Uh, and we had the entire day
0: One hour to walk around?
1: No, one hour to reach Piazza San Marco And right. that's the main area Okay. So I was like, one hour yeah, chill But I think because I've never been to Venice before uh, Venice is all bridges and steps yep. So that one-hour walk turned out to be quite uh, painful I think for them So that was my mistake I should have just taken the water taxi and get mm. to the ma- the main piazza, then walk around and did that. Uh, but uh, like I said, they did well. Uh, you know, I'm I'm super impressed. I don't think, firstly, I don't know they'll live until eighty, uh, but even if I do, I don't know they'll be able to do uh, whatever they did do. Yeah. Um. And yeah, we went on a
0: gondola ride. Uh, it's it's kind of nice for them. They really they really liked it. Is, is Paris a place? Oh sorry, Paris, but is, it, is uh, Venice a place that? And uh, this is the first time in Venice as well. Yeah. Okay, because whenever I wanted to go to Italy and, and and talk to you know my friends, their parents who are well traveled would jump and say, "Oh, you don't have to go when you are young. You want to go when you're a bit older." So that's curious for me.
1: No, um, I, mean, I I don't get it. So I went to Rome and Florence. What was this? I think three four years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked it. Look, I think if you like history, and you like the food, the food is to die for, man. Right. If you like those two stuff. It's
0: fine Can you find good Asian food?
1: You know So you know I need halal food Yes Right It was amazing The area that we stayed Which is called The Termini Station That's the main Like their version Of KL Central Right It's full of halal food And halal Indian Halal Bangladeshi Halal Middle Eastern food Uh, You want Chinese restaurant uh, I wouldn't go to Italy to have Chinese Central. <laughs> so, so So, so, but it was weird, right? So, because a uh, few times that my parents were at the halal restaurant and I was at the pizzeria next door having my quattro formaggi. Right. Uh, no, I'm not going to go all the way there not to have Italian food. Yeah, you but can have vegetarian
0: Italian food. Oh okay, that's interesting. And, and, and yeah, I mean, uh, I was in Cape Town too and, and there was a whole bunch of... Um, uh, halal food yeah. Around The Bokab area Yes yeah. yeah, so the Bokab area Then there was a Malay Quarter area yeah. as well And it smelled Like You know Home Home It yeah. smelled like I mean don't, okay, It smelled like Jala <laughs> Ampang During um, You know uh, During Ramadan yeah. Time Yeah Okay Now um, Let's talk about your family You've got mm. three kids um, How is it And how old are they
1: So and Sumaya are Five mm-hmm. They just turned five This month and Sohaila is a six-month-old baby.
0: Okay, how are you coping with that?
1: It's tough, but uh, Nadir does a good job. Um, and, and in all honesty, we have a lot of parental support, bro- both my parents and my in-laws. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, they play a big big role. To so the extent that, you know, when we were looking for a new place uh, to move, we couldn't get out of Shah Alam. Right.
0: Although we wanted to. Because the in-laws are there.
1: In laws and parents, and parents are there, right? okay. And and they they play such an active role in taking care of the kids. And you know, all said and done, when your when your parents take care of your kids, the only worry you have is are they spoiling the kids? Never that whether your kid is being ill-treated, are they being taken care of? Mm-hmm. So that uh, takes your mind off, you know, something some something else to worry about.
0: Now, now I also see this because I have uh, three. You've got uh, a yeah nephew and nieces, I've right? Got one yeah, one nephew and two nieces. Um, they are. I don't know man they're energy sapping <laughs> I take care of them I babysit them for like three hours and I'm done for the whole day now I also see firsthand that my parents spoil the hell out of them and as a parent do you do you w- when they come back with you after you uh, maybe they spend the whole day with the, the grandparents and being spoiled non-stop when they go back with you, do you moderate them? Do you... So we try to moderate. Yeah. Um,
1: to be honest, initially we tried to moderate the grandparents, uh, but that's an exercise in futility It's never yeah. going to happen. They tell
0: they won't do it, but they do it behind you. Anyway. Yeah, so...
1: And like I said, uh, between spoiling them or worried about someone mistreating the kids, I'd rather the, the grandparents spoil them any mm. day. But, but we do try to uh, moderate them. And... Okay. Um, well, my kids are not perfect, but uh, I I think the one habit that we've inculcated really well is they go to bed by eight thirty at night. eight eight thirty they are in bed, and then that helps me because so I've 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 got a lot of work to do, but I will leave office by five, mm-hmm. get back home, have dinner with them. If I can, money them, I mindy them, and then read their bedtime story. Once they go to sleep, then if I have work, I can continue on my own, so that's that flexibility. Or I catch up on Netflix Or you know Football or Right Your uh, own time Your yeah, down time My own time And my time with uh, The wife as well
0: Okay I think that's the routine Which should be, be set up So you know They have structure In their lives And you have structure To yeah. accomplish things Because a lot of people Don't understand I, know, I can't say for sure But then you know, A lot of people I guess talking to young parents Is that Having a kid Is just It's dis- indeed Disruptive um, it's a matter of going back to normalcy, or as normal as you can mm-hmm. get, or having a structure to provide for them, and, but as well do your day to day to yeah. ensure that you know you yeah. you still can work and execute what you want to do, yeah. to earn a salary, to put food on the table, or you have a business, run that as well. Yeah. Okay. Now I think we've talked about everything pretty much. Yeah. Is there anything else you want to cover?
1: Your love for sneakers. Um, <laughs> all right, let's talk about. All
0: right. So, so let's talk a bit about. Fashion and kicks, right? Now, um Erwin is every Friday in Pfizer mm-hmm. is casual day, Yep But then, uh, at first, we were semi-casual, so we wore khakis yeah. and a shirt, a polo yep. shirt. Then after that, I think one day, Chance, me, and I just said, "Hey, this is wear jeans," are, you know, the hundredy, yeah, like, you know. So we wore jeans, and then, and then um, I I like uh, Adidas Ultra Boosts. So, for a longest time, I didn't want to buy one. But then eventually, I succumbed and I bought one. Then I bought one. Then Shastri saw it, then he started buying some. Then we started buying more. Then he leveled up and went and buy Gucci <laughs> stuff. Then I went, nope, that's too expensive for me. <laughs> so, yeah. so it became every Friday became a. Uh, uh, I think Friday was enjoyable because you wanna sort of come in with something different and plan yeah, what you want to yeah. wear. Yeah,
1: And I think you remember during the World Cup season, we allowed people yes. to wear g- uh, jerseys uh, regularly. Yep. Right? Uh, then yeah. Right? Yeah, And then so everyone's
0: true colors came out to see who they supported.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yes, uh, I love my shoes.
0: Yeah. So, so, what are the last few pairs that you bought?
1: Ay, ay, ay. This is going online, right? <laughs> <laughs> um uh, the last pair of shoe I bought was I bought um, during my trip this time. Yep. Uh, so I bought an uh, LV, the one with the Pride collection, the Rainbow collection. Right. Uh, so I like that mid-level sneakers. Um, uh, I was in two minds whether to buy a Dior high cut. Um, but because it had floral prints on it, so I didn't know whether I could pull it off or not. Uh-huh. Um, so but this trip, I didn't buy much. But my other trips, uh, i go crazy
0: right if if anyone knows me he's uh i think metro is a uh, old term to use right <laughs> It's uh, that's an old term he's a very fashionable dude um in hand and he, he does a lot of uh, he he mm-hmm. looks good in suits you know he's very dapper um there's a whole uh, you being very
1: kind nick what's going on no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> there's a whole instagram
0: <laughs> blog on his socks <laughs> <laughs> things like that no i mean for me it's I think I think looking good and wearing what you're proud of also makes you gives you a good mindset to carry out stuff. Right? Yeah. So if you yeah. not to diss people who are not dressing well, you dress as comfortable as you can. Yeah. Right. And, and
1: and it's about being yourself, right? Mm-hmm. If y- like for me, I love my colorful socks, but that's just me. No point of someone wearing colorful socks if they are not comfortable in it. If they're more comfortable in whatever shocking pink, then go ahead with it. Right. Um, but yeah. So when I was working in Singapore, that's when the uh, obsession with sneakers became a lot more worse. Um, when you start earning Sing dollars, those shoes doesn't seem those yeah, yeah. so expensive. Hundred bucks, two hundred yeah, bucks. Yeah, correct. Like you can get a pair of LV for like four, five hundred Sing, and you're like oh, four, five hundred Sing. When you convert, well, you don't convert to ringgit. Like it's like oh, five hundred ringgit for a pair of a LV. Oh, yeah, that's pretty fine, uh, you know. And that's when you uh, hit. And I usually buy my stuff overseas. Uh, because it's much, much cheaper With the tax refund and all
0: Right Okay Cool And what's next? Um, I guess, you know I think we're going to hit the, the time limit But before we go on What's what's next for you? Um, career-wise be career or personal or Whatever it is
1: So career-wise um, Just try to continue to do good things um, And shell, um Hopefully make an impact It is a uh, 120 plus year old organisation mm-hmm. we you know in malaysia 5000 globally some 80000 employees like 80 90000 employees uh, so for you to make a difference is not easy uh, so try to make a difference um, career wise uh, on the personal front uh, look forward to raise the kids Yep. and uh, we are moving to our place um, march april oh you move
0: you you bought your place already yeah so we bought a place
1: in glenbury outside Oh. That's the <laughs> furthest away that I can get from Shah Alam, uh, and uh, so you know we're just going every weekend looking at sofas and you know whatnot. One right. sure way of getting a divorce with your wife is to dis- is to go sh- go house uh, house decor like house stuff uh, together because Nadia and I never agree on yeah.
0: anything. Are you, are you gonna are you gonna have like boxes for your sneakers or a man cave to? Oh, sorry, not man cave, a working. Room <laughs> uh,
1: No man cave i got but a cover uh, for you Office no man cave. Home office uh, No Not enough space For a man cave I would have liked to um, right. But uh, Yeah A place for the sneakers For sure
0: Yeah definitely Okay cool
1: Alright thank you Nick
0: Alright thank you Shashi, For your time I really appreciate it And you know uh, We were talking about Doing a little more uh, On this As we follow through Snippets about HR And stuff like that I've been very excited To work with you on that So Shashi, Thank you again for your time Thank really you Really appreciate it All right, take it easy, guys. All right, take care. Bye-bye.
1: Bye-bye.